I have a special treat for you today. One of the challenges of entrepreneurs is we always want to get our message out. One of the most powerful tools we have is our website. But I'm very much like you. One of the things that we're all doing is running really hard in the business. We want to serve our clients, deliver a lot of value. But we miss a huge opportunity for web, you know, really making sure our website is updated to do what we want to do and to be really effective. And today I've got you know a fellow entrepreneur, a remarkable entrepreneur, introduced uh, to me with, from Jessica Rhodes. And I was asking her who is out there that can really help you know my fellow entrepreneurs go and make a huge difference with their website. And this remarkable entrepreneur, not only does he help fellow entrepreneurs, but he teaches the other. Uh, web designer, webmasters, and design agencies, how to build great businesses serving us. So if you've been wondering, and I know you have, I mean, I just, matter of fact, updated my web uh, website, but if you're wondering whether your website is really serving you well and serving your community well, you don't want to miss this. I'm John Bowen, co-founder of AES Nation, and we are all about accelerating your success and making a huge impact. Stay tuned. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Joe, I am so excited to have you here. You know, you come strongly recommended. We didn't have a chance to work together and had a little chance to turn before we turned on the cameras to have a discussion. And you got some great insights you're going to be sharing. But, you know, first of all, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, John. Yeah, you know, Joe, what, one of the things I always like to do is to start out, you know, we, we all get, you know, very few of us wake up at, you know, age of five and want to be this type of entrepreneur. You started earlier, though, than most do. And, you know, I'd love to get the backstory of kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So first off, you mentioned being an entrepreneur at five. When I was five, the, the thing that I wanted to be was I wanted to own a cheese factory. So I already already had that entrepreneurial mindset, but we didn't end up going in the cheese direction. <laughs> Um, I've always had a fondness for cheese, though, too. So, <laughs> but I like wine, but not at five here. <laughs> so, so basically, I started the the web design business in high school. Um, I had a group of friends who had a band, and I filmed. I actually started as a video production business. I filmed them their band playing in a restaurant and sold videotapes to their parents. And that was my first r real entrepreneurial endeavor. And that sort of morphed into a web design business as I had to learn to do to build a website for that uh, video production business. And I never got any video video production clients, but I started getting web design clients. Um, and then it was something all through high school and college that I did on the side, sort of freelance work. And then after college, I graduated college. I had a startup company in college that sort of fell apart graduation week. And so I graduated with no job lined up or anything and just had this freelance web design business. And that's when I moved back in with my parents and sort of set up a makeshift desk and office in my mom's basement and really focused full time on building the web design business. And 
um, after a lot of struggle, eventually got it to work and started adding in team members and, and building up a virtual team and everything. Now it's, it's you know it's really always interesting and you know you're probably very fortunate. I mean, it didn't probably feel that way, Joe. But failing real quick early is much better than doing it later in spectacular size <laughs> type thing. But you know, one of the things that I, I want to do because what I loved about your background and what you're doing is, you know, the you know the impact you're having and you know helping not only business owners like myself, you know, build out their websites, because this is one that's so challenging, but also you're, you're, you're teaching the other designers how to do it. And, and you know, as a, a fellow entrepreneur who's not good at this, I'm a, a good technology user, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a decent marketer, but I'm a financial guy, you know, primarily. And, you know, almost all business owners, you know, have one thing they're really good at, and very few are web uh, site design. So I want to go through some questions. These are ones that have, you know, I've always thought about, and, and I know these are light, uh, lessons that you've learned. But, you know, one of the things you, you when we were talking about got, kind of getting prepared for the interview, one of the things we talked about, the difference of traffic versus conversion and getting really clear what you're looking to accomplish in your website. And yeah, I've never had anybody ask me that first question. And, you know, and, and I go, whoa, that's a pretty good one because there's a huge difference here, you know, depending on what's going on. But give us some framing, you know, as we're thinking about, okay, we're getting ready to update our website. What do we, why are we asking this question, traffic or conversion first? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a really important distinction to have that, you know, if, if you want to generate sales or leads online, there's the two pieces. There's traffic, which is how many people actually go to your website, and there's conversion or conversion rate, which is does your website actually get those people to call you or fill out a form? And if you have one without the other, um, you don't get anything. And, and I think a lot of people think, well, okay, I'm going to put up a website and all of a sudden I'm going to get sales or leads and they haven't – and that's the conversion piece, right? There's the ability for people to call you or fill out a form, but there's not a traffic piece. There's no way to actually get people to the website. Um, and so I think it's just important that you're always thinking about both of those and understanding the distinction. And so then if you're looking to get a bit website built or um, – if you're looking at doing anything, whether it's SEO or digital marketing, you're thinking about, is this helping my conversion? Is, is it helping my traffic? What am I actually trying to do here? Um, and you might be in a situation where you're already doing a lot of marketing. You know, That could be anything from billboards to online marketing to anything. And you don't need to focus on that traffic piece because you're already getting traffic to the website. But you need to focus on the conversion piece because nobody's taking action. Or you might be in a situation where you need both. So you need to understand those two pieces and then get clear about what you need more of and what you're actually trying to do. Well, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because you know, one of the things, I have a, multiple businesses, and I'll just give two. One, where I have the privilege of coaching some of the top wealth managers really in the world. And we're the largest organization doing that. And you know, there I don't need traffic. I, I mean, you can always use more traffic and so on, but I'm known in that audience. We've got a good... Uh, you know, flow of attention to our website. At the same time, conversion is very important. On the other hand, like uh, AES Nation is started out kind of as a hobby, interviewing really remarkable entrepreneurs like yourself, and it's now really 
warped into a business where we're doing all kinds of research on entrepreneurs and helping them really successful business owners, you know, take kind of where they are and use that research of what we do with the super rich of people with 500 million or more, you know, kind of family office, ultra wealthy business owners to use those secrets to become seriously wealthy to accelerate that personal wealth because you know we can do it in our business but a lot of times we don't build the wealth outside and that one no one knew us of that so all of a sudden we had to think of you know it's great we can have the best conversion you know you know marketing sales funnel you know on the website but if nobody comes it doesn't make any difference and i think you know it's so important for us to think through you know Really, this is such a fundamental issue, and it's usually we need to turn on both faucets, but we don't, you know, one's more important than the other because, you know, if we spend too much time, you know, on one, we're going to, we can't have the other be as effective. Yeah, and I think, I think this piece is one of the biggest things that both people looking to buy websites and people selling websites, web designers make the mistake of. What I see so often is the business owner says, I want more leads or I want more sales. The web designer doesn't explain the difference between traffic conversion and conversion and just says, okay, I'll build your website. And then the business owner's not happy because they don't get more sales and leads. And, you know, nobody's happy in the situation. So on both sides, it's a really important thing. Okay. So number one, we talked about then traffic versus conversion, getting clear on that. And really number two, once we get clear on that, what is the ultimate goal? I mean, this is when you're helping somebody design a website and I, I think this is so fundamental but you know what happens is it gets lost and we want to have these pretty things along the way but you know when they're thinking about what is their goal what should they be thinking about Joe I think they should be thinking about one goal right it's not just to get your name out there and have a bunch of information out there it's what is the one particular service or product that you want to sell what is the one particular um, action that you want those visitors to take you know do you want them to um, call you do you want them to fill out a form to request a quote do you want them to schedule an appointment like really think about sort of both those levels what's the product or service you're selling and then what's the particular action you want them to take and oftentimes I talk to business owners that have never really never really thought about that okay what do I actually want the person to do and they never really thought about it well, you know, it's, it's so funny. I, I mean, uh, I'm going to admit some failures on my part, which is always hard to do. It's not hard to find them. It's hard to admit to them. But, you know, I, I, having a lot of success in the financial advisor kind of consulting, coaching, training uh, business. And, you know, we're really, I, I want to be careful saying well-known. Nobody's ever as well-known as they'd like, but we're known in that industry. And a good friend, a national branding uh, expert, you know, written a number of books on TV all the time and so on. We just happened to get together and he goes, yeah, I'd like to take a look at your website. You know, if you're okay, I'll give you some comments. We're having a glass of wine. It's over at the house and, um, you know, I've kind of hesitantly pulled it up and he takes a look at it. He goes, John, I have no clue what you do. And what happened was we thought, you know, we know our audience so well that we had kind of forgot to mention you know, that we were coaching financial advisors. Now, somebody coming in could kind of guess that, you know, maybe, but, you know, I, I think this is one of the clear things is we took things for granted. We weren't clear on the goal. We we're putting so much information up there and it was real impressive. And he just came up with one little tagline change that, 
you know, almost doubled our business from the website. I mean, it was pretty amazing. So, you know, I mean, I, I really think this is true. I mean, let's go to the next step. And you kind of touched on this. And to me, this is, they're kind of combined, you know, what's the goal? And then what's the call to action? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, normally you have more than one product or service. You know, you want to you know, have the laundry list on the website and everything else. And yeah, that doesn't always work. Yeah, call to action is really important. Um, and I think if we're, if we're drilling down and looking at that conversion piece, actually what percentage of visitors take action, having a really strong and clear call to action is probably one of the biggest things that's the, that determines that. Um, I've seen websites that were converting maybe 1% or 2% of people actually into a phone call or into a contact form. And just by putting a big phone number up in the top and saying, call now for a free estimate, having a big form right there with a very clear call to action, you can increase that conversion rate from 1% or 2% to 10 or 20% because now it's very, very clear for uh, to people how to take that next step and super easy for them to take the next step. So it's both, um, that call to action piece is both about what is the call to action? Are they requesting an estimate, an appointment, a consultation? Are they buying this? What What is it? And then also making it super easy for them to be able to do it. You know, putting a big phone number, a big button, or a really simple form right in front of them so it's easy for them to actually do that thing. Well, you know, and this is, I'll tell you, this is one that so many entrepreneurs make a big step, a big mistake on. You know, the, what I, I mean, I, and I've done it several times. So, you know, we, we get, we love the look and feel. We, we want to impress people. We want to establish credibility. So we put a lot of stuff up. And, but, you know, we do put our phone number usually really far down on the bottom. We have the, uh, you know, maybe something, you know, some button they can do for call to action. You know, the old days, nobody reads newsletters anymore, but you could get a free newsletter. Um, and, you know, the, the challenge, I think is for all of us, you know, we got to make sure that it's easy to do. I mean, anybody on the internet today is so distracted. If they, they've got, you know, something else, you know, I mean, they're, they can't find something, you know, the next thing they're looking at is a car, a cat, or, you know, you know your competitors. And, you know, how do you get clients to focus on that, Joe? It's, it's honestly tough sometimes because so many people don't, you know, they, they don't do the, you know, a few steps back of what are we actually trying to accomplish. And so when I'm meeting with a business owner, it's often sort of me asking question after question and over and over again, what are you actually trying to, to do here? What's the goal here? Until finally the light bulb goes on and they say, oh, we're trying to get more quote requests. We're trying to get more RFPs. We're trying to get more free estimates. And it's almost this this epiphany that they have that that's actually what we're we're trying to do, um, and and then once that happens, then I can show them how well if you're trying to get more quote requests, the existing website doesn't have a quote request form on it and doesn't say request a quote anywhere, and um, you know and then if we we jump sort of the side of how I'm working with other web designers to help them grow their businesses, I show them how if you can get the business owner to have that epiphany it's easy to, to then sell the service because you've helped them realize what they're trying to do and then you've laid out 
um, some real tangible things they can do to get more of those quote requests. Well, and, and, I mean, it's really it's entertaining because this is so often you know mistakes I made early on is you know we do a lot of research so we pile a ton of research and you know definitely the website builds credibility but then you know it didn't generate that much business <laughs> which is kind of to do all this you got to have you know we, we've got to find the right clients to raise their hands so we can deliver value and great value and the uh, what happened was that when we started really being clear and in the coaching i'll take the coaching business you know it's just doing a strategy session well, we initially did the strategy session and we got flooded with it, but we didn't have as high a quality. And as soon as we just made, you know, just a little bit of qualifications and, you know, on the honor system, there was no way we could prove them coming in the door or anything, but their income levels and type of business that, you know, we could best serve. Our requests went down probably over 80%. I don't remember the number exactly because this is a while ago, but the, uh, you know, then the they were almost uh, over 90 percent, you know, were the right clients. And, you know, all of a sudden we had a great systemic way of starting super conversations with, you know, right fit clients. So we could, you know, decide together where we were the right solution and, you know, making those fine tuning adjustments, being really clear on what we're asking of them or offering to them and how it works. and. and really not so much the process. I used to get mixed up in the process. They want the results. What are the benefits of coming, whether it's a strategy session, what, you know, if I'm downloading a, you know, infographic or an ebook, that type of thing. Has that been similar, Joe, on your side? Yeah, that's a, the, the, the fine tuning is, that's a, that's a good point because, you know, you, you start thinking, okay, what's the action? What's the call to action? And you can really drill it down to, to exactly what, what you want to do. And so, like we, for as an example, we work with a lot of manufacturing and industrial companies that the main thing they're looking for are RFPs and RFQs, mm -hmm. um, requests for proposal and re requests for quotation. And in a lot of cases, when we really dr drill down to how that actually works, they want somebody to send over a document with all their specs and everything and requirements. And so oftentimes that, that contact form on the homepage we add in a, a, a file upload field or some other questions so that the, the kind of RFPs or the kind of RFQs that they get are all the information that they actually need to send over the, the quote or the proposal. Um, and that's something that's not happening before. The poor, before, people are emailing or maybe somebody calls and they, never, they don't have the right information and it's sort of a mess. When we can really drill down to exactly what that is, it, it makes things so much smoother. Well, I mean, it serves kind of both sides, too, which is really great because, you know, on the uh, person or company requesting the proposal, you know, they're really clear. They, they know what they want, or at least they think so at that point in time, and they're looking for the right vendor, partner, sale person to help them through this. And if you have a really general website and it's not clear you're going to be helpful, you know, they're not going to reach out. But if you have you know, a compelling process that looks like it's going to get the results they want and you make it easy for them to do, you know, all of us want to make our, our lives are not easy. I mean, there's enough stuff going on. Anybody that can help us along the way that looks like they're intelligent and they've got a good follow through and they're going to deliver on their promises, 
you know, that's real value. And that can be communicated in the website before the salesperson even has a chance to have that conversation. Joe, yeah, absolutely. Go, go ahead. No, I just say absolutely. Yeah, so let's take it a step further. One of the things we were talking about too, before we turned on the camera, because you know, what we all want to do is have the website accomplish a lot. And, you know, and the temptation is to have it do too much. But, you know, we've now, you know, really so many of us have gotten so focused on creating the marketing sales funnel and, you know, leveraging the website for that, that we forget that the website can do more than just that. I mean, help us out, you know, what, you know, should we be thinking anything else? And if so, what should we be thinking about? Yeah, I think I think most businesses there are probably a, a whole variety of ways to save them time and make things easier and things like that via the website. And sometimes people don't think about those things. So I'm always talking to business owners about, you know, is there, you know, there are people always calling your your business for directions or for answers to these different questions or things like that. Information that we can get up on the website and then you're not uh, spending spending extra time worrying about that. Or um, is there things they can go to the website and download? Um, we build a lot of internal members areas for businesses where, you know, I worked with a healthcare company that had different HIPAA forms and different things that um, their different traveling uh, employees needed to download. And it was this whole big complicated thing of printing them out and faxing them and stuff and we just made a members area where, where every the employees could log in and download that information and it saved everybody a ton of time and paper and things and so I just always encourage people to think about you know business wise how can we save some time with the website how can we make things easier for clients employees um, via the website and you know what can you do besides just the marketing and sales piece yeah no it's, I mean it's so important for all of us to get very systemic in, in the when we're delivering our client experience, we have the opportunity to deliver a lot of value, more value we deliver, you know, and get compensated for. I mean, we can build great businesses. So we got to nail that experience. Well, a big part of that is using technology and, you know, the website's kind of a core way of doing it. And, you know, we used to have all these different ways that clients could go to different things. And then, you know, just like you said is, you know, let's have a client area that they can go to and it can access. They don't have to remember all these different passwords and so on. And then, you know, also, so most of us are pretty good at thinking about the client. We may not do it, but we at least think about them. Second part though, is I think a big part, um, I have a, you know, uh, virtual companies as well, and they're all over the place, people working with us. We've got about 50 people working with us. And uh, what we look at is, you know, making it really easy for them. And, you know, the website is the hub for that too, for the business they're involved in. And thinking through what are the operational processes that we can make systemic so that, you know, we don't make mistakes. So it's easy, it's effortless. So people want to work with you and they enjoy that experience, you know, both clients and employees. And it sounds like that's, you know, that could be a really powerful part. Absolutely, and even on the even on the recruiting side, I have a lot of companies that we that I talk to that, you know, they tell me that one of the main things they want on the website is they want to make it look like a great place to work, have lists of job fairs they're going to be at, make it easy for people to apply online, and they're focused on that whole side of things, 
And so uh, there's a lot of things you can do like that to, to help bring in those those good people in the first place. Well, and yeah, and we do do that too. And we found it to be extremely valuable. And then what's so good is you can put a video of what exactly you're looking for. So we can record a video like we're recording this video podcast. And, you know, it's just one and done. And, you know, it show you know, then they have it. They can see it. And one of the big breakthroughs we had is that, we now request them to do a video back. Hmm. And by doing that, we get about 10% of the uh, applicants, uh, you know, and again, independent contractor in our situation, but I'll call them applicants. And they're all qualified though, because you know, we give them seven question to answer, tell them not to do a high quality video, use their smartphone, do this. And you really see whether, and you know, and for non, creative type roles it's certainly non-video production it's just it saved us so much time it's ridiculous so but you know and that's all done through the website too so it's, it's pretty amazing what you can do one of the things you told me and you know we were talking about kind of bringing this all together and it's a big one it's um you know that whatever as we're updating it's the next version of your website it's not the final one i mean Give me a little background on what you're thinking on that, Joe. Yeah, that's that's an important one in a couple ways. One is that you know I've seen so many web design projects that have stalled out or taken forever to get done, um, not because the the technical work's taking a long time, but because the organization, the business owner is trying to get everything perfect. You know, they're trying to get all the the wording perfect, all the photos perfect, figure out exactly how they want to do things. Um, and one, you can, uh, it's just sort of a, a pitfall to avoid. Um, and the other thing is you want to get that website launched to see what happens. Maybe people, you know, rather than spending too much time on it, we need to see what happens and get some visitors to go to it and see, do they fill out the form? Are they confused by this or that? And we may have to go and, and change some things. And then the other thing is that the internet is changing. You know, just a couple years ago, Websites weren't mobile friendly, and now they absolutely have to be. And just a couple years ago, you know, they weren't linked to Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, and now everybody has all those links. And so, in in no, there's no way around the fact that in a couple years things are going to change a lot. So let's get this website up. Let's get some visitors to it and see what happens, what adjustments we need to be making, and then realize that we're going to keep making changes as the technology changes and and the environment changes online. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I couldn't agree more because, you know, first, I do like perfection. I've never achieved it in anything in my life. We, we're all working toward perfection. We never quite get there. Website is one that, you know, can be a huge sinkhole. And one of the best marketing advice I ever got is when you get to about 80% of what you want, launch it because nothing happens until you launch it. And I think the most important part of what you talked about, Joe, is the market feedback. You know, you'll find, uh, you know, um, I'll give an example we, where we did something that I thought was brilliant. Uh, advice I got, and it worked. And then we decided to improve it. And it, we went from a 25% conversion, which is a huge number, to 2%. <laughs> now, you know, and, you know, and more often I go the other way. We're incrementally improving, but this is just last week. So I'm, it's like, okay, stop doing that. Go back to what worked. 
And you don't know that unless you go and test this stuff. And this is why I love digital. I mean, it's so easy and it's relatively inexpensive. You know, if we stop having all the change orders with you, get it out, see what's working. And then, you know, geez, this isn't hitting what we expected. You know, but we have a baseline now or control that we can measure against and then see if we can beat it versus, you know, this magical thing that we're doing. I mean, you know, and I, I know it's got to be frustrating on your side because you want to serve, uh, you know, the entrepreneurs. But, you know, if, if they don't get the website up, nobody gets served. Yeah, and that's that's a frustrating one. I see that so often where the project is just stalled out trying to perfect it and things. And and then what you said about the, the conversion rate is so true. Even, you know, I consider myself pretty proficient at building websites and marketing and landing page conversion and things. And still, I'm often surprised by, you know, I thought that version would perform better than it did or I thought this. And, you know, marketing, that's just sort of the nature of marketing. You know, there's only even even the best marketing people are still only right a percentage of the time, and it's a lot of it's that that experimentation and testing. Well, and I'll just give another example. I was at a workshop in Las Vegas with a, a bunch of talented marketing people. I consider myself reasonably good at it, and we have a website, uh, microsite that's converting just really good. And for a project we're doing, and yeah, one of the guys looks at it and he goes, "Nah, not very good." And I go, "Look at the numbers." He says, "You could do better." And he just changed the headline. And I go, you know what, I don't like it. He goes, it's not whether you like it, it's whether they like it, you know, the market we were doing. And it increased conversion 50%. And wow. it was, yeah, I mean, again, you know, you don't get these too often, so I wanna be careful, but it's, I'm sharing the wow stories. And as a matter of fact, I ran it by my internal team and they said, do you sure you wanna use this? Cause this isn't the language we would normally. And I said, let's test it. I wanted to show this guy he's wrong. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I still owe him the call to tell him that he, he, he slightly outperformed me on this here. But I mean, it's just, you know, how do you do that testing too? How do you help uh, you know, an entrepreneur? Are they, are they doing good analytics? I mean, you know, some business owners do, some don't, but you know, I, I don't really hear very many people, you know, we talk about revenue, but we don't talk about the analytics on our website very often. Yeah, I mean, in, in most cases, in most cases, I've seen business owners doing nothing. I mean, maybe they have Google Analytics or something like that set up and they're they're sort of looking at some of those numbers for a, almost as a hobby or something. Um, very few business owners are doing anything in the way of um, just getting a basic sense of, you know, even roughly those conversion numbers. How many visitors are you getting? How many leads are you actually generating? Um, so th that's the f the first thing I want to want to do is just let's run this thing for a couple months and um, actually keep track of the leads that came in. Right, you know, keep track of the phone calls that came in, and um, I, I sort of consider it a success if I can help a business owner even get a little bit of a sense of what's going on and then in a few months we can look okay you know do we want to tweak something or not um so i think most people even um even a little bit of doing that's gonna gonna really help things well yeah i i'll tell you i i didn't do it for most uh you know my business career i did i'm managed money and you know we were analytical to the nth degree on every statistic and then finally, somebody convinced me that, hey, we should be doing this. And we started doing weekly meetings 
where we reviewed you know the high level because you get down in today's world you get so much data uh and you know we use a marketing automation system part out we do more enterprise level but you know with salesforce and that combination of seeing the statistics and it becomes very easy to you know test you know don't test everything test you know one variable and you can just kind of incrementally improve and it's the easiest thing in the world to do but you know we just don't do it we're off to the next adventure most entrepreneurs the new shiny thing and you know the the other thing that i see that i think is important is focusing on the right numbers um because at the end of the day at the end of the day what matters is you know the actual leads generated and the actual uh, sales made, right? Um, but people spend a lot of times looking at almost sort of. Uh, I heard the term vanity metrics, like how many likes they got on Facebook or what the cost per click is on their their ad campaign or some all these metrics that um, may be related but may not really be related to actual actual leads and actual sales and revenue. Yeah, I, I've uh, you know had some campaigns where I'm really liked, which is great. But you know what? Uh, you know the only thing that really counts is the ability to deliver. You know, new clients raising or new prospective clients raising their hands, your sales team taking them through, and a co the cost of acquisition. You know, keeping that yep. reasonable. And you know, th th this is where to really look at the analytics. I mean, it's great to have you know, a million people coming to your website, but if there's only one person that's qualified, you know, you know, who cares type thing. Let me go, I wanna uh, kind of pull this all together on resources. And, you know, uh, Joe, you have a website. Let me pull up your website here. Uh, the, uh, the web design one, I mean, you know, Joe, you, you have, uh, I mean, it's flashing by, uh, you know, all my favorite things, race cars, pasta, all these different websites that you're working on. Tell, tell our fellow entrepreneurs, you know, what your, you know, what the site is. And again, all the links are going to be at AES Nation. But tell, tell me, you know, uh, what you do and how you're doing it here as a resource for them. Yeah, if you just go to, it's kasherbawebdesign.com and that's the the business for the or the website for the web design agency where we can help you with um, whether that's web design or online marketing campaigns and um, on there you can get some information about pricing as well as some some there's some blog entries on uh, where I go into a little bit more detail on that traffic and conversion piece and some of those other things. Well, I might just flash on the screen one of the reasons I got uh, attracted to reaching out to you, Joe, and it's been a great interview is your other site where you actually are you're you're out there teaching other freelance web designers how to and di digital agencies how to really serve their clients well in this so that's something i mean all of us have hired people who weren't the right one so i appreciate you doing that okay let me go to the next one which is really key takeaways and i want to just share with you kind of my takeaways one we wait way too long to update our websites uh i just updated matter of fact i'm gonna flash mine on real quick so you can go to aes nation for all the show notes and everything and you know what we we've done is aesnation.com and you know we've, we've gotten clear and i'll kind of walk through actually why don't i do it you know we looked at this and we said you know traffic or conversion 
In our case, we're not looking for the website to generate traffic. We're sending traffic to it, small qualified traffic, and we want to convert the right people. We want to convert it in two ways. And when you look at the website, you'll see that. What is the goal? The goal is to kind of separate those people who want to become seriously wealthy because we can really serve them well uh, with our uh, global concierge service that we have on the financial side for personal wealth. It's just really amazing. At the same time, we're giving a lot of speeches now at CEO groups. So we wanted to create that bifurcation. You can see that on the website, call to action, very clear. Once you click those buttons, it makes it uh, clear. And then consider what else. You know, what we did, uh, you know, what else do we want? Well, we have all this research, some of it available for free, that on business owners and being more successful and and so we're publishing now each of those books and some of the research is available at you know a cost reasonable cost investment and then the other there will always be something available free you know for our podcast uh and then all the podcasts are there it's easy searchable and we're already thinking you know we just published it joe last week uh, the next version type thing so you know, for all of this, you can go to AESNation.com, you know, right above me here. Joe, again, I want to thank you for uh, you know, really sharing the insights of how our fellow entrepreneurs can be extremely successful. And, you know, I want to, for all our entrepreneurs, you know, remember your clients, your future clients that are going to be coming through the website, and your future partners, they all are counting on you. Don't let them down. We wish you the best of success. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com.